as Podlord, I get final say. Is that how this works? Shocker, boys and girls, I don't usually prepare very well. So, Matt, why do you hate Annie? If you need to say I hate you both for making me not be able to binge watch the show, say I love the disco spider. <laughs> for the sugar Sorry, bear. the bro. sugar bear. Oh, so I'll take it. Smarter <laughs> than the average bird. Yes, g'day and welcome back. We are the Greendale Humour Podcasters, and can can anyone help me draw a duck bill? I've got some publishers interested, but I need I need some work. Uh, my name is Jack. I'll be your host and prime duck bill drawer. Uh, coming to you today from home of the Rundry people here in uh, here in Melbourne, uh, and I am joined by my singular co-host this evening, Matt. Yes, coming at you from the home of the Ugambe people. And I feel you may be misinterpreting what is clearly a form letter. Maybe. They're interested. Sure they are. Uh, yeah, Brad is uh Brad is home. He's he's all good, but uh but the cub and and the, the mama bear are a bit under the weather, so he's uh he's been a good sugar bear and uh taking care of the family. As as a good as a good bear dad does. Yeah, and I'm sure he will actually listen to this week's episode, so we can't pay out on him too much. He's doing the right thing. Nah, not for these. Not, it, it, it's a fair reason. He can't really... He's got much more responsibility than either of us have, so we can't really pay out on him. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, we, we cannot talk. <laughs> we'll, let it, we'll let him have this. Uh, how's your week been, Matt? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Not that, I mean... I don't really do anything. It's just working, hanging out at home. But um, you know, not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. I have some very exciting news today. I'm going to catch up uh, this weekend with my awesome nephew, who I haven't seen in eight or ten years, something like that. So Lovely. very exciting. He's on the other side of the country, so over my way for a few days and I'm going to see him. So it's very exciting. He's nearly like an adult now. Yeah, wow. How old? He's like 16 or 17. I, I don't remember exactly oh, wow. how old so he is, an but he's legitimately, like, he's, a, he's legitimately like nearly a grown-up and I haven't seen him since he was, you know, a kid, essentially. So. Are you going to do the whole thing and just embarrass the shit out of him and go, oh, I remember when you were in nappies and I haven't seen you since then and thought about it i did think about it I, I, I don't know maybe maybe i probably should seems like my, my you know uncle judy doesn't it you could seems like the thing to do yeah uh my week has been not too bad uh it's it's been busy uh, today was interesting. I woke up at 5am to watch my soccer team lose. And then... Uh, <laughs> did they lose, did they? Yeah, not, not ideal. Uh, was that the Man U game? No, we did all right this... there. That was good last did week. Did they didn't come out and, and flatten you guys after getting done by Liverpool the way they did? No, we, we did okay there. Uh, we, we did a nil-all draw, which is I'm happy with. That's that's good. We hey, take that. Yeah. But we lost this morning to Brentford. So, swings and roundabouts. That was a good opportunity to get some points. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait for Ivan Tony to be uh, to be suspended tomorrow. 
What did he do? Oh, he bet on games that he played in and teams that he was involved Ooh, in. yes. They don't really appreciate go. that. No. Ah, Look, I've been waiting for, for him to get suspended now. for a while, and then he scored twice against us yesterday, uh, this morning. And no doubt oh, tomorrow, you. by the time this comes out, I'm sure he'll be suspended. Now that he's beaten us. Wow. Yeah, that's um, bad timing for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it all came out ages yes, ago. But... Everyone's just been waiting for me to get suspended, and he hasn't been. So it's it's just waiting for the yeah, FA they... to, to give the sentence. They tend to frown upon when you bet on your when you're a professional sports person. Oh uh, yes, yeah, typically. But otherwise, the uh, the garden's doing really well. It's been really warm this week and. Uh, last weekend, I went to a native plant nursery, which was kind of cool. And uh, they do a lot of like fruit trees and, and native... Um, it's all purely native Australian plants, but a lot of fruit stuff. So I got some pepper berries and uh, some native juniper mat. I know you'd be uh, interested in that. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and some finger limes. So very happy with that. Nice. And, uh, yeah, the garden's just doing well. That's, that's where I spend my time. Uh, and uh, we played our first uh, pre-season game of soccer. How'd that go? Uh, one all, but it was uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, with pretty you good. in defence, only one, let, only let one in is practically a miracle. Yeah, something like that. We uh, were actually lucky, to not uh, unlucky, not to win. To be honest, because the team that we played weren't really set up. We, the pitch was wasn't marked out like it normally would be. Was just coned out, and then there was two sets of goals at each end chained together, one with a net to indicate the one that you're supposed to score in, and then the <coughs> other one, which is just sitting there. So we we had a few shots on the wrong net because you you look up, you see the goal, you shoot. That's true in a in a in a in an instant sort of thing. Yeah, true. To be that's fair. So yeah. Anyway, that was uh, that was interesting. But uh, but yeah no that's uh, that's going really well so that's kind of all that's been going on in my world other than the fact that I went to Amy Park twice last week to go see two different teams and both of them lost. Not amused. Yeah, that wasn't great. Wasn't great on your behalf. No. But anything else going on that's in your world, mate? Please that way sometimes. Nah, mate, not really. Not I'm really that the just been busy doing doing normal cub stuff. Other bears been busy doing normal bear stuff. I mean, and you know, tax yeah, time and assume. he's so always accounting and, and accounting general calculator and... stuff. Yeah, yeah, calculator, spreadsheet, spreadsheet, calculator, calculator, spreadsheet. I think that's that's pretty. Yeah, whinging about customers. Yes, I, I did my fair share of that this week too. To be honest. Oh, <laughs> not not now. Now is not the time or the place. No, we don't have a lot. Of, we don't have enough time. No, I just want to release like really a four hour podcast. But uh, what do you reckon? Let's let's get into this week's episode. I'd say let's do. And this is fundamentals of law. Any questions? Uh, yeah, when are we going to learn some law? <laughs> We've literally learned. We've learned fuck all. 
We literally spent less time in this class than we did in ice cream class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's about the same. (laughs) Uh, We start this week with uh, Duncan and Jeff having a conversation about how long they've known each other. And uh, Duncan Duncan thinks you've come to respect me, right? But you get ready to stop. Because then he uh, he asks (laughs) his next question. He wants help uh, in seducing Britta. Now that, you know, Jeff has finished doing it with him. So, uh, yeah, an that's, that's an interesting too. choice. Yeah. I do like Jeff's, uh, you, you come to respect me. Sure. Sure. Uh, so Jeff's like, do you even really like Britta? Because it seems like you like her because she doesn't like you. <laughs> Duncan, uh, Duncan points out, have you met the women that do like, like him, Jeff? Neither has he, but trust me, they're bad people. <laughs> Fair enough. Knowing Duncan, I could see how that would work. Yeah. I said, Jeff, uh... Jeff says, fine. To get near Britta, you need to think like Britta. He gives you some advice. You need to grab one of those free papers from the hippies go on the quad, go to the calendar page... Find a cause that's so tragic and... Are you writing this down? Uh, that's a question. Not a... You know, he, he's suggesting that maybe you should. <laughs> I did like that. I couldn't I couldn't decide if he was like... He was making reference like he should be writing this down or, or Duncan had literally started writing it down. Like it... It does seem like something you would do, just literally start writing these steps that, down. That, that's what I thought yeah. too, but it's very clear that he's not actually, like, when you're watching it, it's... The yeah, audio, yeah, yeah. the way he asks it is, yes, could yeah. be deceiving, but... Uh... <laughs> but, uh, so Annie, uh, Annie starts off with the, the rest of the Save Greendale committee in the next one. They're, they're finishing up their meeting. So they've had their uh, they've had their confirmation that all bones have been removed from the football field, which again raises more questions. Uh, and we've agreed. Yeah, I mean, that, that, and that's a good thing. Yeah, it can only be a good thing. I'm, I, I hope they're not people bones. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that does lead to more questions than answers. Yeah. Uh, so they've also agreed that teachers should get a 10-minute head start at the job fair. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's bias, seeing as there's at least <laughs> there's two teachers in the room. Yeah, yeah you've kind of thrown the vote off, haven't they? That's that yeah. is, yeah. Actually, well, three, Chang. Three, including Chang, and yeah. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's, that's, what, 45% of the group? Yeah, there's a fair percentage there. And Jeff can talk them around, so... That is true. I, I wonder whether that will have detrimental impacts on the amount of teachers that are left at Greendale. <laughs> I mean, they work at Greendale. They're probably not qualified for any other jobs anyway. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, so then... Uh, then... Duncan, uh, Duncan gets a bit of a prompt... It's Friday night. What's everybody doing? Oh, there's a benefit show at the Forefront Theatre in Riverside for starving children. 
with cleft palates. Oh. I'm gonna crash the premiere of the Kick Puncher reboot dressed like classic Kick Puncher. They shouldn't have redesigned that costume. Keep your heads in the sand if you want. Professor Duncan, I didn't know that cause interested you. Well, it's starving children with cleft palates, Britta. What part would you have me be disinterested in? Forefront Theater? <laughs> what time? I'm going. I'm going too. Me too. Kids with cleft palates should have extra food, not less. I'm in. I have dinner plans. Oh, oh dang, oh. yeah. I'm not sure it's a hearty meal. Butter. Oh, boo. Help me out here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, uh, are you really the one that needs help here, Winger? Yeah, should we write a check to the Jeff Foundation? Okay, maybe I'll go too. Well, it's the least you can do. Yeah, feels good to help. God bless you. Cool, so 730? 730? Uh, yeah, Poor I Jeff. love it. I love how quick Duncan just sells him out, man. <laughs> he really wants to help, but he's trying not to. His friend has asked him, and he gets nothing. Yeah. yeah he just gets shit on. Yeah. Which is just uh, so that, that, yeah, that leads us into the intro. Uh, your thoughts on children with cleft palates? I do believe they need more food, not less. Okay, good. But yes, no, that's, I mean, what part would I be disinterested in? Children. Surely, bad, uh, bad um, charity, you know, to be involved in. But could he sound more bloody phony when he says, "What part would I be disinterested?" Oh, I just want to punch him in the face myself. Oh, so then we get a we get a uh, vision of Shirley and Annie leaving. Um, they're asking if. Uh, if they got it, they didn't. Shirley didn't really got it, or don't doesn't think she she did. Um, <laughs> seems like that the ants were people, and the Queen Ant was an oil company. Explains Annie. Shirley's still a bit confused. Okay, so it was about marginalised perceptions as drones being born into a corporate hive mind, maybe. Anyway, it's not not important because they are, uh, yeah. McDonald's? And he just thinks they should get a Maccas. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> love talking, you know, corporate and blah, 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 and all that, isn't it? So, McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, they learned nothing. Yeah. Because Shirley was um, just thinking about that. So they, they, go, off and they go off to get dinner. But uh, Chang is also uh, in the theatre, and he gets a call. Hello? Okay, Alessandra, okay, I can't talk right now. I just got out of a show. Okay, hold on. Well, look, if you're going to just yell at me, why even, why are you doing this? This is not happening to you, okay? It's happening to us. Well, you called me. Well, then let me be the one to do this. My mother used to tell a story about how she killed a chicken. Hong Kong, 1964. He just leans in so quick. My mother used to tell a story about how she killed a horse. Did she? 
She actually did, yeah. She hit it with that car. Not on purpose, but, you know. Quick little bastard. Had to cross four lines to get it. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this, does she? We're in trouble. Oh, oh no. It was, was well before I was born, so I think she was a teenager at the time, so pretty yeah, long time ago. I think the statute of limitations on that one's passed. So then, uh, that back for Tina, though. <laughs> uh, so then we're, we're back with uh, Duncan and Britta and uh, and Jeff. Duncan's like, oh, are you kidding? I spent half my days at university wearing wigs and tights. You don't do that without befriending some actors. As, uh, I don't know if he was acting or if he was just a guy that wore wigs and tights. I hope that raises further questions. It does raise more questions, doesn't it? It raises more questions. I mean, it is British University, so who knows, but... You know. Yeah. So, Britta does recognise some people, though, because over there is, is Michael. 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 Michael, that's the one. Oh, God. Uh, and she knows Michael from uh, from her anarchist days, as in like Joel Michael. Similar. <laughs> that was all I could think of every time they said Michael. I can only assume it's a dig. I'd have to think so, right? Or it's a you know an inside joke of some variety. Yeah. Ah, uh, but she reckons that he's gonna. Uh... Smell the ant, uh, smell the cell out on him, on her. Sorry. As uh, she goes and makes her way over, um, and they still, you know, there's pleasantries and stuff. We go back to Duncan and Jeff, who are, uh, yeah, Duncan doesn't really like this Michael guy. Uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff's like, I don't think he likes himself, or he pronounce it Michael. <laughs> Michael. Uh, Duncan says, uh. Isn't she great? She's everything I love about America. Bold, opinionated, just past her peak and starting to realise that she has to settle for less. And the moment that she needs a shoulder to cry on, bam, the Duncan handkerchief. <laughs> right, your thoughts on the Duncan handkerchief? I mean, it's 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 a move, I suppose. He does, you know, really... He whips it out of like a like some more jacket self-esteem. sleeve. Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure where it came from. I, I, it wasn't like he had like a, um, you know, it wasn't like he had like a pocket square handkerchief or anything. That like, so it came from somewhere and it didn't look folded up. I don't think I'd actually want to accept it, to be quite honest. I, don't I think know where it, it came, came out like a magic trick, like, you know, it came out of his sleeve. Yeah, it could be. Bam! Bam! You might be right. It's, it's like a patented move. So Jeff, uh, Jeff's like, well, he's out. Have fun circling my former lover, waiting for her to cry. And I tried to make that sound good, but uh, that's, that's what well, she's doing. It's not possible. What you doing? And, uh, yeah, no, you, you can't judge that up, the, the wording. It's just kind of like, yeah, no, there's something a little bit wrong about that. <laughs> But uh, then Mike Hale, over in the corner, makes a uh, makes a toast. 
Uh, you're all heroes tonight for making a difference. But I want to introduce one of my heroes, Britta Perry. Oh. She is the bravest, most passionate activist I have ever had the honor of imitating. So, hey, buy her a drink. <laughs> Anything you want to add, Britta? Oh, wow. Um... I'm not a hero. I'm a high school dropout and a bartender, so don't listen to me. <laughs> or anyone. Just listen to yourself and make sure you tell yourself the truth. Well, it was um, it, it was great seeing you. So I might stay for one drink. Why? I like to drink. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I have a serious problem. That had better be true. <laughs> <laughs> I like the trick. Yes, I have a serious problem. So there's one line in there that that gets me. Does that mean that whole show was about Britta? Because Mike Cal talks no, about no, imitating well, that he's ever had the pleasure well, of no, imitating. He didn't. He didn't. Well, from what I can tell, they didn't write the show or, or anything. They're in the re they're real estate. They own the theatre. So, I think they put it on though. Enough. Eh, possibly. I don't know if that implies that they actually, you know, like wrote the show or acted in the Maybe. show or whatever. But, you know, it's That's good. That's how I read it. That was just an interesting line. Yeah, it's interesting thought. Yeah, it is. It is an interesting. Also, in this public forum, how is your drinking problem? I, I like a drink. Uh, so I will add that uh, that my kale <laughs> is played by Barack Hardley. I have a serious problem. So that that now, better be true. That better be true. <laughs> Oh, so Arbed is uh, is alone in getting his costume all sorted uh, for going to the Kick Puncher movie. Uh, he then imitates Kick Puncher in the hall for a bit before he uh, before he hears Hickey. I missed the. I did like the little moment there. They were that sort of not over to where Troy would normally be in this process. Yeah. Well, that little like, oh, he misses Troy. And are you sad? Like, are you sad about doing it alone? Like beforehand, yeah. like, before you know, BT before Troy. He would have just been oh, fine, good. right? But now it's yeah, you know, no, now but he's lonely about he it. knows what it's like to have his friend and who who shares the same sort of interests as him and stuff. He'd never have that, and when you have had that, now you go back to not having that again. Being that would be a shame for him. Yeah, I'm just missing your friend. Just missing your friend, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Hickey, uh, Hickey's cursing uh, something in the other room. Uh, I beg to require what's going on. Um, but uh, but Hickey's more curious at what Arbed is wearing. He, uh, he <laughs> Which is fair, fair question. Yeah, uh, Annie Blant banned glue guns from the apartment after the after an incident so hilarious that uh, even describing it would uh, uh, narratively eclipse what's happening here. I love that narratively eclipse is part of narratively. The yeah, yeah. So then he is, um, an, he is a cinematographer. So Hickey wonders what is happening here. He says, you and me bonding. Fair question. Check it out. 
Tell the truth. If you're a post-apocalyptic apocalyptic survivor, heck, you catch him off. He'd raise goats, hoard sentiment, travel only at night. Please, I've work to do here. Makes a good point. Uh, yeah. I bet cinnamon is a resource, but... Uh, spices, I, I guess there's there's a commodity in that. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I guess yeah, people uh, did travel the world for spices once upon a time. So. Correct. The Spanish made a, uh, a whole conquest about it, really. That is true. It's very harmful for what the world they discovered was in order to find spices. Yeah. But first, I do love Abed has something to show Hickey. Just one thing, watch this. Initiate ballistic foam. <laughs> Also, that's a lot of foam, that's what she said. Oops. What the hell? Sorry. You just destroyed five hours of work. I'll clean it up. No, you don't touch it. I know this is bad timing, but I should go if I'm going to make the movie, so... <laughs> he wants to leave. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, something nobody ever does. Teaching you consequences. But I have to go. But you can't. Huh? Isn't that crazy? You ever been grounded? You ever been punished? You have any idea what it feels like to be refused something? I know what it feels like when people try to control me. You should know it never goes their way. Ooh. And what <laughs> punch movie is Ominous. that from? The ones you've seen? Or the one I'm gonna watch you miss. <laughs> I like to think of this as, you know, immovable object meets unstoppable force, like stubborn force meets a strange object, but yes. They're two very It is an interesting people. They are, and it is an interesting way to do it because obviously like he's he's new and he's obviously you know not been through the whole Arbed thing before so it's a good way to sort of to do it to have this thing pointed out yeah correct and I like like what do you think of Arbed with the foam like to me that just I you had to know that was gonna happen 100% you know, and he just does it anyway in the middle of the office. Yeah, so, you know, and I feel like that's the point Hickey makes. is like, you just do what you want and nobody does anything. Also, I'm assuming there's no refills in that. So, now he's blown his load. That's true. Now we can't show it off at the theatre. What happens when that person in front is, you know, um, making lots of noise or talking through the movie or something? You can't then spray foam all over the person in front. That's true. You never want to waste your foam load. No. I feel like Brad is... Ju I can feel the judgment from Brad. You never want to use your, lose your foam load early. This is why Brad has a kid and we don't. People are generally upset. Usually don't uh, be helped to clean it up. I mean, it, it goes off. <laughs> I think we should move on. Brad's normally the one that keeps us in check here. We could do this all night. Or we could because we blow our load. Because we, yeah, no, our phone load is already. <laughs> oh, Unfortunately. 
Abed, uh, Abed said he was sorry. Uh, back from the break. Hickey, uh, Hickey says that he was, uh, he was sorry that he punched his landlord, but he's not getting his deposit back. Uh, yeah, probably not. No, I could, I could see why. Yep. Sounds like something Hickey would do. Yeah, I wonder why he punched him. I assume there was an argument about something. I would think so. Yeah. Also, does that, would that constitute not getting your deposit back? Your, your deposit is if you ram into the like house, not the land. You don't really have a leg to stand on with everything else. Why? If you didn't damage the house. Same. The bond covers the house. It's a hard one to argue in court when you you. get your bond back, but then you charge with assault. Yeah, and he sues you, but still, you should get your bond back if you damage the house. (laughs) Just saying. Sounds a bit like robbing Peter to pay Paul. Who who among us? In this case, Paul and Peter are the same person. In this case, who among us hasn't wanted to punch a property manager, though? I'm glad that I own my house now. Right? I'm bloody jealous not having to deal with that crap. Yeah. So Abed, uh, Abed points out that that's an example of you being punished for choosing to hurt someone. He wrecked. His, he believes that he wrecked his papers by accident. I, I don't believe that at all. Uh, Hickey points out... I, no, I like think I'll give him the credit that I don't think he um, intended to wreck the thing. I just think he did not the consequences of his actions. There's a difference between negligence and, you know, intent. Yeah, but I would have thought that surely you not like... At some point, surely he's tested that thing, right? Yeah. You would... Well, who knows? He may have only had a finite amount of foam load to, to blow. I don't know. But yeah, Hickey points out that you chose to spray the crap on purpose because you don't care what happened. Um, you know, let me tell you something. For five years, I've watched people walk around um, on your eggshells. Ah, oh, I bet. You're so imaginative. So magical. Everybody hides their hamburgers. If Abed sees a hamburger, we'll all travel in time. Let's eat cookies and ice cream and dress in pajamas <laughs> in the middle of the day. I love it. <laughs> I mean, he, he does not make a not. He makes a valid point. Yeah. You know, from the outside, if you were one of these people, you'd be like, what the heck are they doing with this dude? Like, you know. Yeah. Especially when said, how he's, influential he's the Green guilty. House have been. Well, also, but he, to be fair, he is guilty of. Uh, what's naming into one of our bid schemes? He was involved in the floor is lava. Yeah. So just you know, it seems like he's um he's picking his things to be indignant about. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but all this while uh while Hickey watched his third wife die. Maybe he should have done something about it. Yeah. Well, it doesn't also seem relevant to this. Uh, no, probably not. I think that's some circumstantial to this. Yeah. Uh, Arba does have a response, though, because he thinks, oh, you think I'm spoiled, and you think because I'm spoiled. It's never occurred to uh, to anyone to do this, as he points out that he's, at this point, handcuffed to the, uh, <laughs> the drawer. <laughs> the filing cabinet. Yeah. yeah. 
says, you're not the Marco Polo of bullying me, you're just another tourist taking pictures of the big Great Wall. I like how he thinks of himself as the Great Wall. That's... I do enjoy that line, though. Uh, so the bickering continues. And uh, Abed, uh, Abed says the one, uh, when's the last time someone physically limited you? Oh, just now you physically ruined my drawings. Drawings of what? You're an artist? I destroyed something valuable? Look like you were doodling chickens. Uh, Hickey fires back that he's a duck. Very indignantly that he's a duck. Correct. Uh, Abed realizes that, that that hit a nerve, yeah. Uh, we do then go to uh, to Chang, who has just finished his show. Hey! You're not allowed in there. Well, I just did a one-man show for a little audience, so I'd beg to disagree. Audience? In there? We haven't had a single person or <laughs> performance in that theater since the 1997 fire. 24 people died. 24 people <laughs> died, but I wonder how many people were in that crowd. Interesting. Uh, so the uh, the janitor there is played by David Schroeder, by the way. Uh, we then move across to uh, to the other side of the theatre, where, uh, where Britta is catching up with her friends. Uh, I wonder what they've been up to. Um, one of the one of the girls points out that well the this raising money organizing trying to make a difference uh this girl's named janet and she's played by emily chang uh but it's a, she's surprised and embarrassed she sold out uh janet points out that we sold out um and uh there's a bit of bickering about who did and did not sell out uh britta, uh, britta mentions that she she's going to community college to start a career uh yeah then janet Janet says that uh, they're in real estate. They own the building that they're standing in. Uh, and Britta goes, yeah, yeah, you guys really did sell out. As uh, we cut to Jeff heading over. I should introduce myself to her friends. And... I knew it. You don't have a drinking problem. You have feelings for Britta, you disgusting monster. Fine, yes. Something about everybody liking her turns me on. Oh. It's a problem I have. I hated Reese's Pieces before E.T. ate them. Sorry. You're a bad friend. That's not fair. <laughs> Wait, that's really not fair. You're a terrible friend. She was mine first. And it's not like she belongs to anybody. Oh, here we go. Love isn't a game, say the guys that always win. And now you're going to go pull a Dane Cook in one of those three <laughs> movies he was in about Dane Cook getting laid by accident. Only... It's not a Dane Cook movie, Jeff, because this time someone's watching me, your friend, British Jason Biggs. If you never call me Dane Cook again, I'll stand down for an hour. <laughs> okay, an hour. I love it. I will say with that note, Jeff makes about E.T. and... Um... Reese's Pieces. Apparently, I heard a story that was originally supposed to be M and M's in ET that ET eats, and M and M's turned it down, so they went with Reese's Pieces. And apparently, after that, the sale of Reese's Pieces went through the roof. Sucks to be M and M's. Yes, oh, they did alright. I think should have stuck with Mum's spaghetti. <laughs> uh so yeah. 
Uh, how do you feel about Jeff's drinking problem now? Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering if it wasn't true. I think both were true. I think Jeff does have a problem. <laughs> That's external to this. That's external to this. Yes, he's obviously got a weird issue with Britta and, you know, when and yeah. how he wants her and doesn't want her. Yep. Great. So I bet then, uh, I bet then, uh, he's with Hickey still, obviously. Uh, he's asking if uh, your uh, your drawing, your duck drawings are a secret. Is that why you do them when nobody's around? Uh, Hickey <laughs> points out that it's none of your business, but he's a cartoonist in his spare times. My cartoon's about a duck. I was drawing him. Uh, I better ask about a bit about the duck. Does he have a name? Does he have any powers? Uh, Hickey, Hickey's not interested in pitching to Arbed. Uh, Arbed asks if he's afraid that he won't like it. Hickey's like, sure, I've been a cab driver, a soldier, a cop, but what terrifies me most is the opinion of a man-child in cardboard pants. <laughs> uh, so a bit more background about Hickey. Cab driver, yeah, soldier, he was a cop. soldier. Arbed, uh, Arbed points out the pitch... Kick Puncher was a cop before he became a cyborg, so you were a cop before you became this? He was like, you were what before you came this? You were normal? Or do you act like this because someone stuffed you in a locker? Is that the idea? Yeah. <laughs> I bet, I bet, uh, thinks it's, it's... Other way around. Other way around. Yeah. Uh, then, then I bet, uh, is curious, what else do you want to know about me? What makes you stop talking? <laughs> I bet flies back with letting me go. Uh, Hickey's only interested question. in letting him go after the after the movie. I bet it's just because you want me to suffer for destroying your duck cartoons, ones that you're ashamed of. As uh, yeah, and he does make a good point. Yeah, so Abed pulls out from the top top drawer of the filing cabinet a book and shoves it in his face. Um, uh, Abed reads one. It's about uh, I can't remember. I didn't write it down. I did pause. I don't know. It's odd. Something to do with. It looks like he's in the supermarket. How many items he has, and there's a banana. Oh yeah, bananas. The bananas. The bunch of bananas is counted individually, and so it's over the 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 small item count. (laughs) Uh, But the punchline is the duck saying, "What the hell?" Uh, But uh, yeah, Abed has a small giggle, and Hickey's now interested in which one he was laughing at. Uh, Chang is still in the theatre though, but super confused by uh by what the janitor's told him. <laughs> no, 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 stop that! You're ghosts! We're ghosts? The janitor out there told me you died in 1997! Janitor? Hey, those guys in there told me that you're the one that died in the fire, and you're a ghost! <laughs> and you just believed them? And you just believed them? You just believed a bunch of ghosts? <laughs> oh, that's, that would be enough to, uh, to get you the likes of Chang, I suppose. I just, yeah. You just believed it? So, there's not too much left on this, right? There's not really much left on the, uh, the whole ghost situation. What do you think is going on here? I have no 
fucking idea. What what's your what's your hypothesis? If you had to get what what do you reckon? Oh, does this continue on, or is this just a one-off thing? I'm pretty sure this is a one-off thing. Ah, okay. Um. Yeah, I. I the most logical item is Chang has a psychosis of some variety. But um, as far as who's ghosts or what's ghosts, I, I don't know. I like the idea that the janitor is just fucking with him somehow, but I don't know how he would have seen those people. I'd like to think that the janitor dressed up as, like, is not really a janitor, but he's just there to fuck with people. That, to me, is the most logical. Which would make sense, because then when they'd say, we don't have a janitor, they'd be like, oh, okay. Correct. Which, which also doesn't make sense. Come on, how, how could that place not have a janitor? But the fact that the janitor is not there at that time makes perfect sense. That's true. That is true. Um, so, yeah, so that, to me, is the most logical outcome. That guy's just there to fuck with people. <laughs> if it is, he does a good job of it. He does a great job of it. Anyway, so Britta, uh, Britta's still hanging out with her mates, uh, and uh, she wonders whether they've seen the uh, the billboard for per- consensual perfume on Walter Street. Doug's like, oh, the one with the man chasing the woman through the grass. Uh, it says proven in its field. It's a poor tagline. It's, it's, like, yeah, it's proven in its field of labs on the eyeballs of rabbits. Uh, Britta says, uh, we should make it say that. Who's gonna, who's got the spray paint? Uh, she looks around, no one's, uh, no one's really interested. She's like, no, she's actually serious. Doug, Janet, you're on lookout. Michael works a ladder. Oh, Banksy, that mother. Come on, guys, gonna start taking risks again. Uh, Mike Kale is, uh, has some thoughts and feelings. Uh, feels like it's convenient for the one with nothing to lose. Oh, I love that she also thinks that they just happen to have fucking spray paint with them. They got building money now, Matt. That's that's true. Maybe the janitor can help me out with it. I think janitors carry spray paint. No, probably not. Well, they assume there's maintenance closet somewhere. That's true. Especially because that play, you know, it's a theater. There's black on a lot of stuff. Sure, there's a tin of black spray paint somewhere. Like a touch-up of some kind? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Anyway, so... He was like, oh... So the person with the least wealth has the least valid argument. That's convenient. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Janet, uh... Janet wonders how many people Britta has fed this year beside yourself. Uh, Doug tries to rein her in. Uh, Janet's like, Janet's like, no... I spent spent enough time feeling bad. Fight the power, as uh, as Britta storms off. Couldn't let her go without the last word. Poor Janet. Uh, so Duncan uh, Duncan wraps an arm around and says, "Would you like to go?" Uh, so they are uh, yeah they leave as uh, um, with the handkerchief. I'll point out the move works uh, as Jeff's watch yes. timer goes off for the hour. 
You look confused. I look confused. Yeah, you look confused. No, that's just how I look. How do you not know this by now? No, no, no. There's a difference between dopey and confused. Ah, right. No, no, they're just two layers of the same onion, right? <laughs> ah, so we'll, we'll I did like we'll... that he that he managed to um to get in there just before the time. <laughs> he just he timed that well, didn't he? Two seconds to go. He beat the buzzer by two yeah. seconds. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, Abed and uh, and Hickey continue facing off. Is it really good? It helps me to see why you were so upset. Did I ruin anything as good as what's in here? Yeah, just practice drawing. I have to practice drawing the duck from different angles. It's hard when his back's turned three quarters because of the beak. Well... I'm a real jerk for wrecking it. Ah, uh, you didn't do it on purpose. That doesn't excuse my behavior. I appreciate that. It's a good apology. You're a good kid. All right. <laughs> well, I can see from the clock that if I hit all the green lights... Oh, I can... sorry, I can't let you go. That <laughs> undercut the larger lesson. Yes, the lesson being that you're very talented, but I have this thing. I can't walk into a movie after... You're not going to the movie. <laughs> yes, I am. You uh, need this. Let me go. This <laughs> is you learning. You're a bad person and a bad cartoonist. You go ahead. Hurt my feelings. Oh, you have feelings, huh? Have you considered putting them into your work? Your cartoons are monuments <laughs> to joylessness. Nervously assemble jokes based on nothing from your life or anyone's life. You're furious at me for being creative because you want to be able to create. You have all this rage and shame and loneliness, which I don't even know how to feel, much less understand, and you decide to put what on paper? A duck. Jim the Duck. You think I'm crazy? You think there's something wrong with me? Jim the Duck? Publishers are interesting. Oh, yeah, well, publishers are stupid. Either that or you're misinterpreting what was probably a form letter. You shut up. You shut up. No, you shut you up. Shut up. Oh, are we you're yelling? Are we yelling right now? Yelling. I'm yelling. 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 I'm 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 yelling. You're not talented. You made me miss my movie. You made me miss my movie. Oh, there's a lot in that. I I didn't want to have to go through that, and there's a lot, and there's a lot no, of emotion and no, context no, in there. There is, but like like Ahmed does make a good point. Like obviously he's been through some stuff, and like he would have a lot more to write about than some sort of weird duck. Like he does yeah. make a point, but then again, maybe he's been through all that stuff, and maybe writing the duck is his catharsis. You know, he doesn't want to do anything too serious. Yeah, I, um, he clearly has been, but I, yeah, after seeing the cartoons, they're not the best. They're not. No. I do like how quickly they like our bed, um, like, okay, I apologize now, can I leave? Yeah. So, that's, uh, yeah, there's, like I said, there's just a lot going on. Uh, we we then join Duncan and Britta finding uh, finding some common ground in the car. Uh, Duncan's asking whether he likes music. Everyone likes music. Um, what are you, Everyone a fish? Uh, uh, I tell you, what we listen to? Do you know Rimples and Splinket? Do you, Matt? Oh, big man, love it. Because yeah. they were, you know, you know that they were the British Laurel and Hardy. Uh, most of their stuff is timeless, but for this particular sketch, you do need to know that the Prime Minister went to Oxford, not Cambridge. Not Cambridge. As the sketch no, implies. Everyone knows. 
Oh, the real, real Britta, fans know that. Britta wonders whether they're speaking English. <laughs> oh, so Duncan decides to mix it up with a bit of 80s German techno it is. Do you have any friends? Sorry? I've been defining myself with reactions to and from other people my whole life. Now I feel worthless just because I'm worthless in relation to my friends, which means they're not my friends. Who are your friends? Well, there's my neighbor, Pat. I tried to stay on his good side. I owe him money. Uh, there's Jeff. <laughs> I call you a friend. Well, in fact, I'd call you no, and Jeff. No, that's just right. A, um... You and Jeff have actually known each other longer than anybody, huh? I always Shoot himself forget in the that. Day, I guess because you guys don't really act like friends. Yeah, I guess not so much. Where are we going? Well, I think you should go home because you're having an existential crisis. And the best <laughs> lesson you could take away from it is that you are someone, even when you're by yourself. I think you're right. Thank you. Please don't take offense at this, but thank you for not hitting on me. Oh. I was just vulnerable enough to do something really stupid. What's wrong? <laughs> nothing, nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> that stupid steering wheel is on the wrong side of the car. <laughs> Did you ever get that moment? <laughs> the steering wheel is uh, on the wrong side of the car, Matt? I, I, I do hate when the steering wheel is just on the wrong side of the car. My 35-minute drive home from work today took an hour and 15 minutes i felt like the steering wheel was, was on, on the, the wrong, wrong side, of the, side of the car yeah hey when that happens yeah i did i do give credits to duncan here though for um for doing the right thing yeah he did he did real well actually because he really could have taken advantage of the situation if you know what i mean Uh, Abed comes back to see Hickey, though, which is lovely. Because uh, Abed wants yeah. to show him something. Uh, Hickey, uh, Hickey asks what it is. Uh, Abed tells him it's a script he wrote about a cop on the edge. Troy thought it was hilarious. I didn't have the heart to tell him it wasn't a comedy. <laughs> Poor Troy. <laughs> uh, Hickey wants to know why you're giving, why uh, Abed's giving it to him. Abed, uh, Abed says that you know all the tricks and tropes of film... Uh, sorry. He says that he knows all the tricks and tropes of filmmaking. What he's missing is what the critics call substance. Um, <laughs> which is um, which is you more than me. Hickey, uh, Hickey asks if they want to be uh, film partners as he starts reading the script. It's time for justice. Police justice. Wait, the character's name is Police Justice? Would you name a character Police Justice, Matt? Uh, the way I write, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, so Hickey thinks he might be able to help. <laughs> I think he may be able to do. I think there's probably some glaring, uh, glaring holes in, in that plot. So Are you, He's still on page one. Yeah, uh, yeah that's so... literally just the, the first line, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Hickey wonders whether Abed drinks scotch. Uh, he doesn't, but don't worry. He's gonna. Gonna. I do like that. Mm. 
I feel like that's mm-hmm. on the last episode of our podcast with Brad. I wonder if he's listened to this part of the episode yet. Because, you know, we, well, I think we're all going to sit around and it's going to be like, you drink scotch? No, you're gonna. You're gonna. We're sorry, Mama Bear. I reckon we can talk him into one. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's a gin. Maybe it's a gin thing. You drink gin? Maybe. You're gonna. You're gonna. Uh, Duncan, uh, Duncan does go back to see Jeff, though. Hey, handsome. This still taken? Struck out, huh? If that makes you feel better. Or, maybe, I just realised that I was spending the whole night getting to third base with the wrong person. <laughs> You're a good friend. And I don't say that often enough. It's really nice. But you can't have sex with me. How about we have <laughs> these drinks and then not have sex with anyone together? Sounds good. Cheers. <laughs> oh, I like that from Duncan, to be honest. That's a nice, yeah, that's a nice little moment, actually. Uh, so Jeff uh, Jeff comes back in and gives his handkerchief back to Duncan and says, you left this back at my place. Duncan points out, yeah, we had a boys' night, <laughs> bottle of booze, an argument about sports cars, and Jeff cut his hand trying to prove that he could whittle. Uh, so did Duncan. <laughs> Jeff asked, how was Britta's night as she comes in? Said, Great. She had a monumental evening by herself. Uh, which is fantastic. Oh, I almost feel left out. It is well, we've had our share of focus lately. Mm-hmm. Speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, fine, I just Such a come. good line. Do you guys believe in ghosts? And if you do, do you believe what those ghosts tell you about other ghosts? Chang, you cannot be on the committee if you're going to be actively insane. I'm not insane, I swear. <laughs> I just... Um, had a weird experience at the theater last night. You were there? Yeah, you were there. What do you mean? Of course I was. I guess we just didn't see you. Mm. <laughs> well, the ants were people. The queen ant was an oil company. What if I don't exist? Oh, I got this. I had a very similar night last night. Go home, light some candles, and take a bath. Okay, cool these. Don't know what I would do with you. Our thoughts? Yeah, I did like that. I like, um, I, I like that they're just sort of feeding into his thing of them not seeing him. That's very, that's very good to, to that whole storyline. thought that was good. Yeah. Um, it just I like the fact that he can't be on the the committee if he's going to be actively crazy. He can be passively, but not actively. Be passively crazy, just not actively. Yes, correct. Oh, we do close on an old photo of Chang, but don't worry, it's the 2014 old photo club. 
<laughs> I did. I did love it. I did think that was very, 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 very funny. I thought, what the fuck? And then it fades out. The old timey photo club twenty fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's a good swerve, man. I thought that was real good. And of course, we get the uh, the credits. Hey, uh, I was thinking off-campus lunch. What's that Tex-Mex place you mentioned? Salsa Bon Tacos. Read my mind. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? Let's no. Not, no, no, no. Not as far. Well. Thoughts? Awkward. Awkward. To be fair, Duncan complains he doesn't hang out with a lot of people. He could probably hang out with the, the Dean. I would have thought so. What's wrong with a bit of Tex Max? Yeah. Tex Max with a friend? Yeah. Uh, first thoughts on uh, on the episode as a whole, Matt? I didn't mind it. It went through, it went. It seemed to go really quick as an episode for me. Like, just, I don't know the way it was done or the, the scenes of it, but it just seemed to be a really a quick through episode. I don't know why. Maybe there were less things that sort of really grabbed me in. Um, and it's sort of, you know, when you're watching, usually there's some few jokes that you really enjoy or there's a story that's something that sort of sucks you in. This episode didn't feel like it had that. If that makes sense yeah. enough, I'm, if I'm just being gibberish, but just something in the way I felt watching it was like it was there and then it was finished. So, oh, okay. You know, that, that if that makes sense, it's fine. You know. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this one. I just... There's parts of it that, like, the Chang stuff, although I really enjoy the Chang stuff in this episode, I feel it's filler. And it doesn't really fit the tone. It's filler. It serves no purpose. Yeah, um, it serves no purpose. The the British storyline at the end. Yeah, yep. the British storyline. I get that it moves. I find that it moves Jeff and Duncan's storyline forward more than it does British. Oh yeah, considering so, that it's focused around like, Britta. I mean, I don't know. Now, I obviously don't know what comes next, but I assume this episode doesn't lead to further Britta Duncan in interaction. I don't know. I feel like this is just an ep- like a thing that happened in this episode, probably maybe just the way it feels to me to not be, you know, uh, pursued again. Maybe. So yeah. it does seem a bit throwaway. Like maybe I'm wrong, but it just feels like in the actual way it was done, it didn't feel like it had consequence yeah. to anything. You know, the whole episode kind of felt like that to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. That, that's kind of how I see it, too. Um, Yeah, it's just... It's an, t- yeah, to me, it just doesn't really... I don't know. It, it doesn't really flow. I don't, I don't get the whole... Um... 
Annie, Shirley, like, I don't enjoy them blowing her off. I did enjoy Shirley's line about, no, yeah, speak for yourself. You're getting a bit of airtime. I'm not. Yeah, speak for yourself. That was, that was funny. So I can only assume that there is more Shirley storyline coming up. Um, well, I don't have to assume, yeah. but, you know, like, to me, that yeah. kind of sets yeah. that up. Like, you'd hope that there would be if that's the joke they're going to run with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you think about the B storyline with Hickey and Arbet? I didn't mind that actually. Like, it's an interaction we haven't seen before. Yep. Which is you know rare in this show by by you know five seasons into a show like this, it's rare to get an interaction of two characters you haven't had interact before. And you know, I guess it's giving Arbet something else to bounce off now without Troy. You know, and, and that had its moments. I, I enjoyed it, but again, it doesn't really seem consequential to anything. I don't know if the whole movie script thing progresses further or not, but, you know, but it just it doesn't feel like it has consequence to anything moving forward, personally, in the way it was done. Yeah. How do you feel you went this week with the uh, Matt Gets It Wrong? I think that was a long way off, though, to be honest with you. Was that funny? <laughs> I think I was a long way off. Uh, honestly, I think I missed pretty much everything. Ah, uh, yeah, coach check girl date. Wrong. No. Wrong. Jeff teach our bit about women. They they did they they Wrong. shared maybe one two the, the first scene and the last scene together. Yeah, literally nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Slavery. Something to do with yeah, the bondage part. So notes here. He yeah. was locked. He was locked up. That's about all you can really get. But yeah, not. not he was really. handcuffed. That's about it, really. No, I think a, a swing and a miss. Three strikes. I'm out on that one. Yeah, that's that's not good. Uh, hopefully, you have a bit more luck with your old white man says this week. Yeah, old white man says it's hilarious. I'm old white man says. No wonder he says everything I'm thinking. Shut up. The disco spider. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. Bastard. Yeah. Yes, this is the one I can't get wrong because I pick it. So, um, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> sure. Yeah, most of the time. Sometimes I get input. Um, but, uh, I mean, I need Jack's help because he's the one that presses the button. Have you met the women that do like me, Jeff? Neither have I, but trust me, they're bad people. Fine. I could probably agree with that if we're talking about Duncan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd... This is it. I feel it's sorry very self aware of Duncan, too. He very knows where he's at. He knows where he's at. If you met the one that do like me, and then a whole lot of, no, I've not met the me. I've met yeah. women that like me. You know, it's a very John Oliver line. It is, isn't it? Yes, it's something he would have said. He did show. Uh, there is no Brad, however, there is Brad has given us his picks of the week, so I'll still play his music for him. Yo, 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 pop, pop! Easy, sugar bear. You're into me. I beg your unbelievable pardon. Would you like me to run through the votes? Oh, yeah, sure, if you'd like. Sure, so the sugar bear this week has given one vote to Arbed because, and I quote, no one else did anything. Two votes to Britta for empathising with her wanting to do better and having that tough realisation, which I do agree with. 
was good and free vote speaky because he said it was good for someone to stand up to our bet. Which, to be fair, was like it was it was an interesting um, it was an interesting thing to see happen, particularly from that outsider perspective. You know, Hickey's new, as I said earlier, like he's new. He hasn't had this dynamic before. So there wouldn't really be any way to broach that without somebody new who came in. So it actually works quite well, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I don't mind his votes uh, this week. I, um, I'm not sure that I would have given Hickey all three. Um, all but, three? Uh, but yeah, I can agree with how they've fallen. Yeah, I don't I can, I can, I can get on board with those. I do... I give you points, like, who else really was relevant in the episode outside of those three characters? Yeah, that's it. You know, far from Duncan, he's the only other one that really was involved. I do have a red card this week, Matt. I do, I do. And I, I, I contemplated not having one because um, I didn't feel anyone really was egregious this week. Um I did, I, I, I read, so consider this like a red card very early in a game of football. So I red carded him early on for his whole, you know, wanting to seduce Britta and after Jeff and, you know, like that's Jeff's ex and supposed to be his friend stuff like that. Um, if I could bring him back from the sheds, I would for his um, actions when he finally got in with Britta. So we're going to um, call but, it like a 10-minute sin bin, not quite a red card? Yeah, yeah. If I, it's Well, it's more like you really fucked up, but then, like, if I could bring you back, I would. Yeah, yeah fair enough. No, so he still gets man of the happens. batch, even though he got 10 in the bin. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. His second half made up for a, for a discretion in the first half. Right. Oh, nice call, ref. Bite my banger. I couldn't not play it because uh, it was Duncan. Is, now that he said that, no. Nah, that's, that's, that's yelling at the ref like that. No, nah, you're gone, mate. You're getting marched. That's it. Uh, so this uh, this week's episode has an IMDb rating of uh, 7.7. Uh, and our ratings this week, ours are a bit lower. Ours are a three across the board. They are a three. I don't know how the num- what the numbers. I don't know Brett's numbers and how it works against the IMDb ratings. I'm well, not three the would be here. what a six. So true. So seven would be more. Where did you that? So yeah, that. Uh, yeah, it's not uh, not great. Um, yeah, I think I think I speak for myself. To me, it's a middle of the road episode. At it doesn't yeah. flow as well as others. I think that loses at some marks in my books. Um, yeah. And it doesn't... Agreed. To me, it doesn't add a lot for, for what it gives. No, as I said... Yeah, and as I said, I don't feel like it, it, it... It's made to feel like it doesn't carry any consequence, so why would I like it as an episode if it's made to feel like it doesn't matter? Yeah, there are good parts, but... Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's, you know, right. the very few episodes that doesn't have at least some good things in it. You know, it's well enough written show that usually you can find a couple of good things, but usually there's a lot more too in, a, yeah. in an episode. Ah, so. Uh, so Matt gets it wrong this week. Uh, so next week's episode, 
after this week. Brad normally does the notes on this. I better take some notes with what you say. He does. Oh, so, some stuff in. Yeah. The next week's episode is called App Development and Condiments. App Development and Condiments. Okay. Perhaps, okay. So, we, Arbed was working on an app. A new social media, if I, believe, if I remember rightly. Um so maybe it's something to do, an app to do with condiments. Maybe it's some sort of ranking app. So what What was it? Ranking like a drinking app? app? Condiments. No, like a ranking, like for rankings. Ranking condiments, maybe. It seems like the kind of really random thing a bed would do. Develops app. So that he works on some sort of app for ranking that. that maybe it divides the school based on um, on the results of this app. You know, starts a bit of a um, be very Greendale start a riot, wouldn't it? Or like a civil civil war, like a, a ketchup and mustard civil war, or something like that. So let's go. With that. And maybe this is where the IT lady comes back. We did talk about the possibility of her coming back. Maybe this is where she comes back. Comes back. Talking about. Apps. So what was the other one you said? Rank students. Yeah, like oh no, maybe it yeah, it has something to do with rankings and it like the rankings divide the students. Ranking you know, into some sort of where they have um some sort of, you know, argument or I mean, let's be honest, Greendale's never short of a riot, so they could have some sort of riot. No. So what I've got here is uh ARPA develops the app. Yep. Uh it's a it's a based on condiments. Yep. Uh, divides the school, possibly a civil war. Uh, the IT lady comes back. Yep. I think. Uh, and the rankings divide students. Yep. That's what I think. There's, so there's a number in there that uh, that that it could be. So I I don't want to give anything away, and I don't have Brad to measure myself against. So <laughs> let's let's see what happens next week. We will. I'm sure it's horribly wrong. We will see. Like I said, no, no spoilers. For Most me. likely. <laughs> uh, so, what uh, are there? Anything else that you would like to add this week? No, not not really. We hope everything, uh, everyone, gets on the mend at the, the Sugar Bear Residence, and we see. See you there next week, but other than that, make any last-minute jokes to make Brad cringe? No, we better not. If he's done well enough to get to this point, then he deserves to uh, <laughs> to be fine. That's fair. We won't upset him. Uh, but I would like to to give a special shout out to the Sugar Bear because I know he did want to be here this week, but uh, but couldn't. So uh, get well soon to uh, to the Cub and the Mama Bear and and top stuff, Brad, for uh, for looking after them. Instead of just hanging out with your mates. Yeah. Good. good I mean, we're, we're, we're a little bit offended. I'm not okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, I guess we're not good enough. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's about all the time we have this week. Uh, thank you for uh, for sticking with us. Just the two of us does make it a bit harder to, uh, to come up with all the content. And Brad does provide the that gaps. extra special edge that we don't. But uh, 
but that's all right. We'll hopefully we'll be back to full strength next week. Uh, for app developments and condiments, um, do go and follow us on our socials. Give us some love. Um, reach out if you'd like. Uh, we got some good uh, good interactions this week on the old Twitter, which is good fun. Uh, so we are at GDAR Human Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Greenhouse Human Podcasters on Facebook, and uh, we are on TikTok. Although we don't use this as much as we are, uh, as much as we should. So uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll get to that at some point. Uh, but that's all the time we have. Um, we have been, and we'll continue to be the Greenhouse Human Podcasters. Peace out, and we'll see you next week. Well, Jackson Jones, that's about all the time we have tonight. Yeah. Until next time, may your dreams be sweet and your nightmares be spooky, monster scary, and not Grandma died scary. Troy and I bed in the morning. Nah.